Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds are up at 6 with JR Morning. Now it's First Thing with Mike Parsons and Renee Vitale. And Renee will be along shortly. She had a little bit of car trouble. So as you heard, Jason Fissler filling in on traffic for the time being. And you, you got to keep your head on a swivel this morning there, Jason. Mm, yes, you do. Yep. We got some snow coming in. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a lot, but it's going to be heavy at times. So if you're yeah. out and about maybe around 7 or 8, give yourself some extra time this morning. Yeah. Uh, and and. and you're right. It's not going to be a whole lot of accumulation, but it's going to be a lot in a short period of time. So hopefully Renee gets in before the weather uh, turns, winter weather advisory for our northern counties, starting with Oakland and Macomb, um, and then on up until 1 p.m. Supposed to start right around 6 and last a few hours. Heaviest snow will be north, mostly rain south of I-94. Good news is, as long as things don't change, it's supposed to be done well before the afternoon rush. So uh, take a little slow in your morning uh, in your morning commute, and then um, hopefully your afternoon commute will be a piece of cake. All right, so these numbers keep changing, and they're, they're changing fast. The latest is one dead identified as local radio DJ Lisa Lopez Galvin in Kansas City. More importantly, she's a mom of two. At least 20 injured, including a number of children, when shots rang out at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade yesterday. I believe the top of the hour Fox News report said 11 children injured, nine with gunshot wounds, which was just an absolute gut punch to wake up to. Good news is all kids are expected to recover physically. It happened at the tail end near Kansas City Union Station, where the team had just finished celebrating along with about one million fans. People, Three people have been detained. One may have been tackled by a group of bystanders. Eyewitnesses said that as people were trickling out of the celebration, a number of loud noises that some people mistook for fireworks rang out. The crowd began running one way and uh, a number of the 800 police officers who were on duty started running towards the shots. And uh, by all accounts, the, the police response was quick, effective, I, I would say heroic. But but unfortunately, when you have that many people in such a small space, there's a lot of damage that can be done no matter how good the police response was. And we'll be talking about this more throughout the morning. But I I don't know, man, it, it, it's it seems like this stuff can happen anywhere. I'd, I'd like to say that we, you know, a part of me this morning was like, well, we we cannot have these gatherings anymore. Right. There's going to be Exa a point where we're, and that's, that's, I mean, that's taken away our freedoms, obviously. So right. that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, and that was my first thought too. I, you know, I mean, at, at the very least, when, when you find yourself at these big events where there's a lot of people, you at least have to keep your wits about you, right? Oh, yeah. You want to go out. You want to have a few drinks. You want to cut loose. But, I mean, th this just recently happened, what, in Denver after the Nuggets won the NBA championship? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it, it's happening at small-town parades like Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah. And, uh, it, 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 and, yeah, I mean, I, I've got nothing new to say here. I, it, I can literally can what I say every time there's there's a mass shooting like this and just replay it. Um, so it there's no motive yet. They say it's not terrorism. So um, I, I'm, I'm sure police are still uh, interrogating or, or or dealing with these three people that they detain. So we'll be getting more info on that in the coming hours and days. 
Israel ordered evacuations of a hospital in Gaza, um, raising concerns of an impending raid on the southern city of Rafah, which has been a safe haven for Palestinian civilians for much of the war. The Israeli army says that it launched a series of airstrikes in Lebanon hours after fire from Lebanon wounded a number of people in northern Israel, stoking fears of a war breaking out between the two countries. As CIA director William Burns, uh, he was in the region meeting with Egyptian, Israeli, and Qatari officials in hopes of working out a new hostage deal. And we just found out that Benjamin Netanyahu has ended this round of talks. So it looks like that deal's a no-go. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that the U.S. is investigating several Israeli airstrikes in Gaza that killed dozens of civilians and the possible use by Israel of white phosphorus in Lebanon as part of a probe by the State Department to determine whether one of America's closest allies has misused its bombs and missiles to kill civilians. Um, and that was directly from the Wall Street Journal. House Speaker Mike Johnson told House Republicans at a closed-door meeting yesterday they will not feel rushed to take up the $95.3 billion foreign aid package passed by the Senate earlier this week, saying that the House will, quote, work its will in considering the package, giving no timeline for a vote. And yesterday, Mike Turner, chair of the House Intelligence Committee, he issued at the time uh, what was a vague national security alert. We, we find out that it has something to do um, with with some kind of weapon capabilities of russia they launched a satellite into space with with a payload that has nuclear capabilities that's really all we know for right now republicans want it declassified so that america's allies and intelligence agencies they'll have access to it and can act accordingly house speaker mike johnson and national security advisor jake sullivan they're both urging calm saying that there's no imminent threat New information has come to light in the search for a missing 13-year-old girl that has Detroit police asking the public for their help. Nazia Harris, she went missing January 6th, getting off the school bus in the area of Cornwall Street, three-mile drive in Detroit. No details on what the new uh, on what these new details are, but DPD is asking people to call their uh, major crimes division or Crime Stoppers at 1-800-SPEAK-UP if anyone has any more information. All tips are anonymous. Uh, James Crumbly, his witness hearing was canceled yesterday. The father of the Oxford High School shooter's lawyer filed a motion um, in hopes of not allowing students to testify at his trial next month. Prosecution is considering adding several students to testify because the emotional impact of testifying twice may be too much for some witnesses who were already called during Jennifer Crumbly's trial where she was found guilty of four counts of manslaughter. So they want to add these students so um, these witnesses don't have to go through this twice. Oakland County Circuit Judge Cheryl Matthews, she'll make a decision on witnesses during a hearing on February 21st. James Crumbly's trial is expected um, to start on March 5th. Three police officers were injured by gunfire in Washington, D.C. yesterday during a barricaded gunman situation after officers tried to enter a residence in the southeast part of the city to serve an arrest warrant for animal cruelty around 730 yesterday morning. Fourth officer was injured at the scene, but not by gunfire. Injuries are not expected to be life threatening for any of the four officers. That's good news. The gunman was arrested finally after the hours long standoff late last night. William Post, the former plant manager for Keebler and Kellogg's, uh, he helped invent the Pop-Tart. He passed away in his home in Grand Rapids this past weekend, according to a family obit. He was 96. You big Pop-Tart guy, Jason? Oh, I used to be. Not so much anymore, but oh, I, I would love to have one in his honor today. 
<laughs> and, and and here's Strawberry. the thing. I can Yeah, you know what? I'm a I'm a fan of the fruit filling more so than than the s'mores and the brown sugar. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife is a a brown sugar. I'm a I'm a fruit filling. So people said it wouldn't last, yet here we are. What 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 an amazing invention. Holy moly. Well, and, and here's the thing. I, uh, I I can eat a pop tart that's not toasted, but Me too, if you yeah. have if you have the time in the morning, a hot pop tart right out of the toaster uh, is, is an absolute luxury. Ah, uh, takes me back. You know what though? Um, if the pop if the pop tart is not to- uh, frosted, I don't want it. Oh God, you got to have the frosting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Other- yeah otherwise. It- a pop tart without frosting is like the Lucky Charms without the marshmallows. What's the point? Right. And if, if you're going to go all the way, go all the way with it. I mean, why does it even exist? <laughs> all right. It's like the Twinkie without the filling. What? What in the world? Yeah. Right. You're just <laughs> eating a sponge cake. First thing, Mike Parsons, Renee Vitale, with Jason Fisler filling in for the time being on WJR. All right, and we are off the penalty kill. We're at full strength. Renee, so glad that you made it in. <laughs> Me too. You know, technology is <laughs> great until you use the stopwatch function on your iPhone and accidentally turn off your alarm. Oh, that's <laughs> what happened. Yeah. That's yeah. a good I, life I, hack to share. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. We saw you run guess- in with a huff and we're like, <laughs> wait. Guy says, good morning. I went, ha <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> Well, uh, I tried covering uh, for you and saying you had car trouble, but you just told on yourself. Nah, it's so. fine. It's fine. It is what it is. We're all human, right? That's right. Well, yes. We've all been well, there. Thank, thank God, because um, doing the first segment by myself, I am winded, which just shows uh, <laughs> what a poor physical specimen I am. And, of course, uh, Guy Lloyd Jamie joining us as always. And uh, it looks like this is the calm before the storm. And. All eyes are good. All ears are going to be on you today because it looks like we're going to get the worst of this this snow and precip uh, right between six and nine o'clock this morning. Yeah, but mostly it's a northern county event, right? Livingston yep. across yeah. to Macomb and and into the Thumb. So and it'll hit uh, rain by early afternoon. It'll be rain. So yeah, and the right. timing isn't going to be horrible. It's not like we're getting it at four a.m. and then right. yeah. I did see some salt trucks out for you know private contractors out pre-treating parking lots so there the are folks out there getting story ready. of the lack of salt is not happening because we have had very little weather this year yeah well, not we, much snow at all plus we're sitting on a salt mine for goodness sakes how can we ever have a salt <laughs> shortage in detroit i don't know what i was doing news that's a lot of stories I oh know. yeah especially when we're getting a lot of snow I mean, and then we're coming always... into pothole story season yes right <laughs> ah, the right. news Just, cycle does yeah. that whole <laughs> pass or does the pass fall yeah does you pothole know? ever go out of style i mean isn't it it's just the first warm-up right it's timeless yeah, and, it's, and classic yeah. 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 yeah yeah you know what just keep just keep the pre-recorded package ready to go and just swap out uh you know the news reporter every year there you go done. exactly yeah uh, listen to me t- telling uh, telling two TV people <laughs> how to do TV. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Trust me. All right. So what a devastating turn of events yesterday at this Kansas mm. City uh, Chiefs uh, parade. Last I heard, one dead local radio DJ named Lisa Lopez Galvin. At least 20 injured. These numbers keep changing. And um, when I heard the top of the hour news about um, the amount of children who were injured was mm-hmm. just, uh, I, I gasped audibly. Um, and the good news, they're all expected to recover physically, but 
Yeah, how do you it, it, how do you take your kids to a, that one of those kids to a parade again? Exactly, or a high school basketball. Or how game. do they go to school, or go to the movies, or a July Fourth parade? How yeah. do you go anywhere? This yeah. angers me, and it's so often now, and we do nothing. Yeah, and yeah. It, fe- it it really feels like it can happen anywhere. Whether it's yeah. you know a, a parade with a million people, this happened. Um, after the Denver Nuggets won the national, or I'm sorry, the NBA championship. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's happening at small town parades as well. And mm-hmm. it's just, you, you just have to always have your, your antenna up and, and always kind of be looking around for, for, for the safest and quickest way out. And how sad something- is that? I know, but it's a lot, it's the world we live in now hey, and we have to be prepared. Th- third gunman was taken down by KC fans. Yeah. Right. Yep. You, mm-hmm. That's uh, that's 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 all that's that, heroic. That's, that, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and it may I be mean, in a situation where they got had nowhere to run, so it's like turn around, go. And right. Kind of a flight ninety three moment. Or I'm just tired poli- of this crap, and you're yes. <laughs> and you're going to be held here to the police. I'm come. not going to be I'm a sheep. I'm going to be a wolf. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean uh, that fight or flight instinct kicks in and i mean you you hope you're never in that situation but if you are in the set that situation you you hope that you make the right choice and it, it by all accounts it seems like the police response was, was absolutely phenomenal the first thing that i heard is when everyone was running one way the police were running another way yeah you could but see infor- it yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, and those images lloyd were so shocking because yeah. it was just a sea of people and and how terrifying that in and of itself you're in a you're in a crowd of people you hear this going on and then and then a whole bunch of people just 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 come towards you mm-hmm. that, that's why uh, you know they're saying that not everyone who's been injured uh was shot uh, I, there, there's mm-hmm. a lot of other ways to get injured you're trampled but, or something like sure that. Yeah. yeah there's so, a video I, on social media of the size of the uh, uh, one of the guns at least that was there and this was oh. with police everywhere and barricades. Yeah. Just doesn't matter. Yeah, how do you right. get that in? Um, I mean, I wish they'd be a little bit more forthcoming, though, about whether or not they consider this terrorist or what they see it's a cr- criminal event. I wish they would give the public more info. Yeah, and, and I'm I, I, I'm hoping the same thing. So, um, Jr. Morning, they'll be on top of it and other things coming up rolled in we're under a winter weather advisory for our northern counties starting with oakland macomb and livingston county on up into the thumb into genesee county that is in effect till 1 p.m supposed to start right around six and last a few hours heaviest snow north and then most rain uh mostly rain south of 94 and it's supposed to be done well before the afternoon rush new information has come to light in the search for a missing 13 year old girl that has detroit police asking the public for their help nazia harris went missing january 6 getting off the school bus in the area of cornwall street and three mile in detroit no details on what these new details are but dpd is asking people to call their major crimes division or crime stoppers at 1-800-SPEAK-UP if anyone has information all tips are anonymous and uh out in kansas city these numbers keep changing but uh a shooting at the kansas city chiefs super bowl parade left one person dead a local radio dj named lisa lopez galvin a mother of two at least 20 injured including a number of children uh luckily all kids are expected to recover physically it happened at the end of the celebration near kansas city union station where the team had just finished uh celebrating 
with about 1 million fans. Uh, three people have been t- detained. One may have been tackled by a group of bystanders and eyewitnesses said that as people were trickling out of the celebration, a number of loud noises that a lot of people thought were fireworks rang out. The crowd began running one way. The police started running the other way. Um, Mike Turner, chair of the House Intelligence Committee, he issued a national security warning. It's somewhat vague, but it has something to do with Russia's uh, nuclear capabilities in space. They launched a satellite with nuclear capabilities with a payload up there. And Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, said that there is cause for concern, but there's no imminent threat. The uh, Republicans calling for declassification are calling uh, are doing so um, in hopes that our allies and intelligent agencies will be privy to this information and act accordingly. Israel ordered an evacuation of a hospital in Gaza, raising concerns of an impending rain on the southern city of Rafah, which has been a safe haven for Palestinian civilians for much of the war. Israeli army says it launched a series of airstrikes in Lebanon hours after fire from Lebanon wounded a number of people in northern Israel, stroking fears of a war breaking out between the two countries. CIA Director William Burns has been in the area trying to work out a new hostage deal, which Benjamin Netanyahu has uh, walked away from. The Wall Street Journal reporting that the U.S. is investigating several Israeli airstrikes in Gaza that killed dozens of civilians and the possible use by Israel of white phosphorus in Lebanon as part of a probe by the State Department to determine whether one of America's closest allies has misused its bombs and missiles to kill civilians. And uh, William Post, the former plant manager for Keebler and Kellogg's, who helped invent the Pop-Tart, he passed away in his home in Grand Rapids this past weekend, according to a family obituary. He was 96. You know, Mike, I think maybe you and I may be partial, but I think it's safe to say we both agree that radio is one of the greatest medium slash platforms out there. And uh, Detroit radio specifically is one of my favorite. Again, I think maybe I'm partial. Yeah, we're, we're a little biased, but yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're listening to us, you obviously like listening to the radio. That's right. And Ron Robinson, he put together this incredible documentary about the history of Detroit radio. Everything from the stations to the personalities. And uh, he is the executive producer. And we're lucky to have him on the line this morning. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. Good morning. You forgot in the interview, you forgot former employee at WJR. Oh, that's right. How could I forget that? I was going to say, if Ron sounds familiar, you heard him do news here for a number of years. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. No, uh, you know, Renee just just touched on it. I mean, Detroit has such a rich radio history. I mean, even here at the Golden Tower, you go, go through J.P. McCarthy up through our uh, current lineup and everyone in between. And then you got CKLW and all the the, the great rock oh, stations. Wow. Um, where did you where do you even start when, when putting together a documentary of 100 years of Detroit radio? Well, the idea started because I initially the, the initial project was just going to be, you know, what happened to the rock and roll DJ? Because, you know, um, you guys are a little younger than me, but you remember back in the day. I mean, the, the DJs were and you, you talk to Renee. I've had conversations with her about this. The DJs were as big, if not bigger than than the artists they were playing. Yeah. And, the, and to your Arthur point, Pease. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and Detroit specifically, most people don't understand what an impact Detroit has had on radio. Forget about Detroit radio, just in general, the history of radio. You, you mentioned JP, but we can go back further. And I know he's a very polarizing figure, but the first celebrity that was spawned from radio was 
was uh, was Father Charles Conklin, who broadcast from WJR. Um, and um, and so that's where we start. We start actually we start uh, you know with uh, what was the first radio station. But you know, radio started as far as commercial radio started in 1920. And um, and so it evolved. It's it started. At, that, that's what I started. What is what happened to the DJ? And then I just got so many stories, and it just evolved into this historic piece where I just I just talked about the history of radio in general and specifically from a from a perspective of a Detroit kid. Yours truly, radio from 1920 to current day, and it just evolved. And it started out as a movie too, but there was so much content. It turned out to a, a five part miniseries. Uh, so five hours, like almost five hours of content. It was just too long to make a movie. And Ron, rattle off some of the people that are featured in this documentary, because I, I mean, it's impressive. Your list that you got together to speak on behalf of radio. It's it's all genres of AM, FM, all different eras of Detroit radio. It's quite impressive. Thank you. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, when, when you think of celebrities, you know, you uh, radio, like Dick Burton's in it, uh, uh, Doug Podell, uh, the late Ken Calvert, the late Dick Kernan, Duke Vacour from the Four Tops sat down with me. Michael Purse from Rhythm Corps sat down with me. Uh, Brian Pastoria, the drummer from uh, uh, from a Detroit band, a couple of Detroit bands, DC Drive and Adrenaline, sat down with me. Um, Big Jim Edwards, uh, back from uh, from CKLW. JoJo Shuddy McGregor. I mean, the li- there's like 40 historians and 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 radio personalities. Fred Jacobs. I mean, big hitters in in the industry, and you can't forget um, the biggest star, Rod. Uh, Renee so, Vitale. Yes. Again, you're both partial, but thank yeah. you. <laughs> it took you yeah. like what nine years to make this? Yep, my, the interview with Dick Kernan was back in 2014, and I, and I just finished it this past summer. So yeah, just nine, just over nine years. And if people want to check this out, how are they able to see it? Well, I, I don't, I don't want to go off too much of it, but you can. There's right now, there's there's other services that are that are looking at it and licensing it. But right now, as we speak, there's a free uh, free streaming service called Reveal. R V, excuse me, R E V E E L. And for most people, they may not know that it's a streaming service dedicated to independent filmmakers. So I'm so happy to be on that platform. Well, that's cool. But if and that's free, so you can pull it up on your your TV. You can find Reveal and download it for free, uh, or I, I also have it available on uh, on demand through Vimeo, where you can click that link at my website, ronrobinsonstudios.com, uh, ronrobinsonstudios.com. And that, that, there you can go and rent each episode, or you can buy uh, the entire series and watch it and download it at your leisure. But uh, So there's two different ways right now, and then there's a... There's a couple uh, other streaming platforms that are talking about licensing it, but uh, th- those are the two places right now. So if you want information on where you can watch it, ronrobinsonstudios.com, so much information there. And if you're searching that on the streaming platform, it's Radio Days, 101 Years of Radio. And, Ron, before we let you go, what do you think it is about Detroit that, that made, made us such a, a rich radio market? The audience is different. Uh, this isn't in the movie, but the, one of the best quotes I got was from Michael Purse from Rhythm Corps, and he was talking about how de- how tough Detroit audiences were. You know, he would talk about you know if you if you if you're performing in Detroit, you better bring it because if someone's going to give up their Friday and Saturday night and you suck, they're going to let you know about it. <laughs> and, and even if you look back at now at, they at just the text Howard us. Stern, yes, that's right. <laughs> and even if you look back at the Howard Stern days when he was king of radio, he wasn't king in radio in, in Detroit. That right. that that was uh, that was Drew and Mike. Um and so 
it, the audience is different. It, it's much more demanding. We, we, we demand more from entertainment. And I, I just think we're, we're, we're a tougher crowd. People talk about it. You know, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. But I, 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 I contend that if you can make it in Detroit, uh, you can make it anywhere. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's national shows that do well all over the country that just flop here in Detroit. Ron Robinson, uh, producer, director, badass, uh, best boy Thank grip, you so much. gaffer. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, there's nothing he didn't do on this documentary. It's Radio Days, 101 Years of Radio. Look for it at ronrobinson.com. And, and I do want to add real quick. There is a lot covered as far as WJR's history. I mean, it, you can't. I mean, there's other stations, but there's several segments in the five parts where I, you know, Paul W. Smith. I, I can't believe I forgot him among the luminaries. Paul W. Smith is in this series, so, so you definitely yeah. got to go check it out. Ron Robinson, thanks for uh, talking to us, and best of luck with uh, now that Thank this is guys. out. And congratulations. First thing, Mike Parsons, Renee Vitale, WJR. All right, so Lions season is behind us. Opening day is just weeks away, and Tigers pitchers and catchers have all reported to Lakeland for spring training. Former Tigers outfielder turned TV analyst Craig Monroe joins JR Morning to preview what's ahead. There is a shakeup in the Tigers broadcasting booth with a brand new face in Jason Benetti this season, but a face that people know quite well is Craig Monroe. He will be sitting right next to him. Simo joins us this morning. Six of his nine seasons played with the Tigers. You will be lead analyst for the second season in a row. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Jamie. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm up early. Couldn't couldn't wait, excited to talk to you guys and talk a little Tiger baseball. Spring training is upon us, and uh, there should be a lot of excitement. You know, it's the first official workout today. What do you see happening in this Tigers organization? Optimism? More bats? Yeah, bigger hitters? Well, I, I'm going to start with the pitching, Jimmy. I think that's been the uh, that's been really the key. Uh, for this for this Tigers organization, going in, dating back to uh, the last couple of years, where they've really kind of turned the curve. Uh, I think they're ahead of the bats uh, right now. Uh, I do love what Chris Fetter, the pitching coach, and Robin Lund, who's been you know called the scientist of pitching, is what they've done with this young uh, pitching staff. Now they did go out and they signed Kent to Maeda. He's going to be the you know, the veteran on the staff and kind of show the little, the youngest the way. Uh, but then on the offensive side, you speak of uh, Mark Canna. He's an on-base machine. He's an example of what you want your batters, your, the other young hitters in the lineup uh, to model. And he, and he gets after you. He grinds out every at-bat. So I think the Tigers organization, Scott Harris and A.J. Hinn, they're excited about adding a guy like Mark Canna who can kind of lead the veteran hitters, I mean the younger hitters, uh, and kind of show them the way. We've got a lot of amazing young arms, Craig. I mean, we've got Mize, we've got Manning, Reese Olson, um, and then we've got uh, some vets like Tarek Skubal that are bouncing back off of injury. Where are we with with those guys and and their state of rehab and readiness? Well, both. I mean, Casey Mize should be at full health uh, towards the end of the season last year. Watched several of his bullpens. He wasn't throwing anything with the wrinkle, but he was, you know, 95-plus with his fastball. He was showing excellent command of that fastball. So I'm encouraged and excited for him to be back in 2024. 
back in the trenches. I mean, that's where players, that's where we want to be. We want to play. We want to be in the trenches in those dog fights with our teammates. And now that he's healthy, I know he's excited about getting back uh, and competing. Reese Olsen was very impressive to me last season. Here's a young kid that just had ice water in his veins. Oh. Just didn't seem to be overwhelmed with anything. And with that wicked slider and change-up mix with his secondary pitches, and when he has that real good fastball command, I mean, he's going to be tough on any opposing lineup. So I look forward to watching him navigate uh, through a lineup as well. And if you go back to Terry Scoville, the last 15 starts of the season, I mean, he you could make the argument he was the best pitcher in all of baseball. He just overpowered uh, guys with that uh, upper 90s fastball, 99-mile-per-hour fastball, top of the zone. And he really started to use the changeup. So, again, this, this pitching staff has really done an excellent job of putting game plans together, seeking up mechanics to allow these guys to maximize uh, their ability. Greg, I know two different sports, but we just have been on a high. We were on a high with the Detroit Lions and what they've done uh, for the organization and for the city of Detroit. Do you see that the uh, Tigers organization and the players want to c- try to continue that that high that we're on uh, here in the city and, and, and really played and do well this year? No, I do. Uh, given that the uh, division, the American League Central, is not the strongest division, uh, you can make the argument that the Tigers are I, – I believe this wholeheartedly. They, we've got a chance to win the division. I've said it out loud that I believe that we are going to win the division uh, because of how we, we beat up on the American League Central last year. The Tigers struggled against the American League East, and if we could, if we can just be more competitive in the East, and I think we will be when you you start thinking about guys like Kent Maeda taking the bump, Terry Stubel hopefully returning to form, and again we talk about this offense, younger players, uh, Riley Green, a healthy Riley Green. You talk about what Spencer Torkelson was able to to overcome uh, after his first full season in the big leagues. He hit 30 home runs last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that for me in itself, like he, he he's only going to get better. He started hunting pitches that he knows that he can handle, and he was he wasn't missing. He was he got better on the pull side. When they started to come inside, he was really getting the bat head out in front. The boys had a little joke going last year that the party was out in front. Uh, he was partying out in front for sure because he was hitting the long ball. Hard hit rate was way up. You love that. Riley Green, if he's healthy again. And you got to talk about Coke Keith. Tigers went out and signed him. Six years, 28 million. He hasn't swung, he hasn't hit, he hasn't gotten a hit at the major league level. (laughs) (laughs) So that tells you how much they think about this young man. He's, He's a character guy, he's a grinder, he's a winner, and he just wants to get after you every single day. Well, guys, collectively, this is what they're building. And you, you, you kind of take that Lions mentality and what we've seen with Dan Campbell is that they grind you out and they just keep grinding and then you knock them down, they get right back up and they keep coming. Well, that's what the culture has been created at the, in the Tigers clubhouse. Guys are going to get after you on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively and on the mound. We, we all should be getting a little bit excited now. We're not going to say that they're going to win the World Series. We're just going to tell you that they're going to be a very competitive team uh, in 2024. Uh, Craig, it's a, it's a new era without Mickey, and I'm told that Javier Baez is going to be in his locker, so maybe there's some 
sort of magic transference there. Oh, my God, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, with you. I, I'm with you guys. I am definitely with you guys on that. Um, and talk about A.J. Hinch just leading this ship, this veteran in his position. Well, I just love the way he handles uh, his players. He's got an open-door policy. He doesn't let things linger. He's, he's going to address it uh, right away. I mean, I've told this story before. He's a great communicator. Uh, he was communicating when he was playing the game as a backup catcher down in Toledo or in Toledo with me back in the going to tell my age back in the day. So I just had an experience with him that allowed me to believe that he's the right guy for the job. The guy seemed to rally around him. And he's very strategic in, in the way he operates uh, and how he calls, I mean, how he goes about, you know, getting the guys in the right positions uh, to succeed. He pushes those right buttons. You talk about pinch hitting. Last year, one of the we, we were in the top five in pinch hitting. If not top three, uh, you use pinch hitters. Well, guys were coming up big, and it was the I, what I loved about it when I talked to the guys like Badu. Uh, he was telling me that they were already prepared for an at bat in the eighth inning or the ninth inning. They were already prepared for that guy that they were going to face in the fifth inning. So they're just always seem they always this staff seems to always be ahead, and 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 they are well aware of what's going on in the team and how they can take advantage of the weaknesses of the other teams. And I think that's what a manager is all about: lead by example, show up, don't ride the emotional roller coaster, stay the course, trust the guys, and then that's how I believe the guys start to trust each other. And we started to see this clubhouse really come together and start pulling the same way. This is a good group of guys that, that pulls for each other. And I think A.J. Hinch, no question, has a lot to do with it.